Hey, you're listening to the Quarry Podcast. Get ready to be encouraged and uplifted with us today. I want to say this before we get going. Um, I'm thankful for you guys as a group, leaders and um, young people, which are also leaders in this room. I'm thankful that you guys show up and that you guys have a good attitude. I'm thankful that you guys respond to the word of God. I'm thankful that you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit and that you respond when we have prayer time. Um, I, I just, I'm encouraged by it tonight. I'm encouraged to be in this room with you all tonight. I, I love it to, to get to see you guys show up on a Wednesday night and the next Wednesday here and the next Wednesday here because I believe you guys are hungry. I believe that you don't want to stay the same and I believe that you want to be challenged. I believe that we all want to come up higher. Are you with me? I want to grow. I want to be better. I want to get better. I want to know God better. And I think we have a room full of people that are all in agreement and unity with that. And I'm just excited about it. I know Pastor Morgan's fired up about it as well. I think we're in a good place tonight. Not just that we're here in this room. I mean us spiritually. I believe that we're in a good place tonight. Whether you've been here a hundred times or just a few times, this is your best option for tonight. Homework can wait. It's important, but it can wait. God's presence is more important. Sports can wait. Sports are cool and they're, they're fun. They're, they're important, but God's presence is more important. You chose the right thing tonight. Other people that didn't come tonight, I, 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 you know, I don't know what to say other than you guys chose the right thing tonight. So after you leave tonight, speak the truth in love. Send them a little text. Say, hey, missed you. God's presence showed up. Where were you? We love you. Okay, cool. We're going to jump right into it tonight. Are you ready? I preached somewhere recently and I said, are you ready? And nobody said anything. I said like three times, I didn't hear nothing. No, you guys are ready. <laughs> I'm scarred. I'm scarred. No, I'm kidding. Okay. You ready? You ready? All right. I want to teach to you. See, I don't try to do it like super, super creative topic theme names. At one point I tried and a few of them were okay. I'm just going to keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to kiss it on this one. Ready for it? Seek ye first. Simple. Uh, I'm just trying to keep the main thing the main thing and just keep it basic. I want everyone, I don't want to give you a title that you're like, awesome, oh, what does that mean? Even though I think creative titles are super fun, I think they're awesome. I like when I'm looking at a podcast, I'm like, bones, breath, and what? Like, Awesome. I want to listen to this just to find out what this is about. Pastor Jordan has always done a super good job with being really creative. I'm just not as creative as him. So seek ye first. That's what we're talking tonight. Here's the bottom line of everything I'm saying tonight. Pursue God first and you will find everything you need for your life. That is the main thing. I could, I could leave it there. We could be done after, after I read one scripture, I could be done. That's the best advice I could give you for your life right now. Pursue God first and you will find everything you need for your life. I have a question. Who has, you can raise your hands when I ask this. Who has dreams, goals, visions, pursuits? Anybody? I would raise both hands and my feet because I'm always dreaming and plotting and planning and scheming in a good way. So it seems like everybody does. Do you want to know a little life hack? You want to know a little glitch in the matrix, a little loophole. You want to know it? I know a way for you to be able to see these things come to pass. Do you want to know? I heard someone say, tell us. Okay. Oh, CJ, tell us. I'll tell you. 
Am I going to be in the way in the screen if I stand here? I'm tall. You know what? <laughs> Look around me. Um, <laughs> Matthew, sorry, Lacey. Matthew 6, 33, out of the New Living Translation. Are you ready? Yes. Awesome, you are. Seek the kingdom of God. Yeah. What are these words? Above all else. And live righteously, and he will give you everything that you need. I have to read this part. Um, it was in the footnote of my Bible. I copied it word for word. It was too good to not read. Ready for this? So we're talking about seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. Rather than being preoccupied with material things, which a lot of us are, and I can, I can get off track sometimes and be focused on that thing, that house. That gun, I like guns. That pair of sneaks. I can get off track. Rather than being preoccupied with material things, listen to this. Our ambition should be to seek the kingdom of God above all else, listen, and live righteously, knowing that as we do, God has pledged himself with covenant faithfulness to respond. He will give you everything you need. Bottom line tonight, pursue God first, and you will find everything that you need for your life. So let's define some words real quick. I don't want to slap you with a seek ye first. You're like, seek what, what? Like, seek ye? What's ye? ye easy. What is this? Like, pair of shoes? Uh, seek ye first? All right, let's define a couple things real quick. The first, in Matthew 6, 33, it says, seek the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? What is that? It's, it's heaven. Okay. It's a definition. MZ, it's the character of God. Okay. Let's, let's define some of these things. Let's look at Romans 14, 17. So, so we're talking about not, not being preoccupied with material things. He says this, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink, material things, but of living a life of goodness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And he says in the Holy Spirit, meaning don't try to do this stuff without the help of the Holy Spirit. You can, and you'll be like a lot of people who are grumpy and a jerk and they're tired because they haven't had, they're trying to do everything in their own strength and their own works. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you and he will, he'll help you. He does every time. So let's define some terms. What is righteousness? What's, what's righteous? It's not something that Brother Joe, if you know him, that's in our church when he's shred the gnar on a, 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 a really radical wave. And he says, bro, it was righteous. That's not, it's just a misuse of the word, even though I love it. But that's not what we're talking about tonight. Righteousness is simply, it's the perfect holiness of Christ, of Jesus. Righteousness, or to, to be righteous, means one who is right. We use these churchy terms, and some of them are big. And, and even, even when I read over this term sometimes, I'm like, okay, uh, oh yeah, I know what that means, but I have to think about it sometimes. So let's, I'm just trying to help define them. Righteousness, the perfect holiness of Christ, is, it's one who is right. But a really easy to way to think of righteousness or to be righteous is just the complete opposite of sin. Take of what you think sin is and just think of the exact opposite, running the, <laughs> the other way, completely the other way. So I don't, I don't necessarily need to know or need, need to define joy and peace for you. I think I, you know a lot. We all know what joy and peace are. Uh, you could say, gosh, when I'm in that person's presence, I just feel peace. Or I, I didn't know what to do in that situation, but I, talk, I prayed for a second. All of a sudden, I felt peace. We know that, and we know when we don't have peace. That doesn't feel very good. Butterflies, sick to your stomach, short, shortness of breath. So we know what peace is. Joy is, man, I was around Emily the other day and her, just the joy that's on her rubbed off on me and I, I just feel better. 
Simple. Those, those two terms don't need a whole lot of defining, but I went ahead and helped you with that a little bit. So I, so I don't want to tell you about what these things are if I don't tell you how to do this. It's like, here's this information, but okay, cool. How do I apply that? So I want to teach you how to apply that. I want to teach you how to seek God first. Number one, be loyal to God. <laughs> Number one, be loyal to God. I could ask everybody in here what they're loyal to. All of us would have similar answers, but we're loyal to our phones. We're loyal to, <laughs> amen, sister. Loyal to phones, friends, entertainment. I don't care, any social media, you name it, we are on it. Uh, we're loyal to our goals. We're loyal, loyal so, so some of these things are good. Some of them are, uh, we need to pull back a little bit on them. Uh, we're loyal to our families. Again, some of these things are good, but sometimes a little too much. Um, we're loyal to sleeping in. We're loyal to being lazy. We're loyal to exercise if you exercise. We're loyal to food. Huh. So for this point, number one, I want you to, if you have, if you have a phone, pull it out, put this in your notepad, write it down. If you have a Bible and a pen and a notebook, write this down. Be loyal to God. This is, this is the point I want you to remember. Forsake any ambition that compromises your commitment to God. Forsake any ambition that con- your, your, your goals, your pursuits, the, your, your passions, your desires, the things that you're chasing after. Forsake anything that compromises your relationship with God, your closeness to God. I'll read it one more time. Forsake any ambition that compromises your commitment to God. What about, uh, okay, so right now in my life, uh, I'm trying to eat clean and, I, and I'm not trying, I'm doing. Hey, I'm doing it, baby. I've been doing it since like before December 1st rolled around. I didn't wait till a new year, new, new me to, to start. I just started doing it. Hello. Um, I started exercising. I, I, I work out every single day now. I started doing these things. But let me tell you this. If those things, those ambitions got in the way of my commitment to God, I would say fitness, eating clean, you're going to take a back seat for now until I get my relationship with God, until I learn to seek him first. And then, and only then, will I start to add you back in. I'm not saying, you can do both. That's the thing. You can absolutely do both. But for me, when I started out, I started focusing, okay, I got to do this, this, and this. I was just talking to somebody about this. They said, I got so focused on this one thing I was believing God for that I almost forgot about God been there done that anybody else oh god i'm believing for this thing to come to pass oh and now it's for me we're believing for a house oh god i'm believing for this house oh cool and i start thinking about the house and god's like hey remember you've been talking to me about this over there and then i'm just like thinking about the house and plotting and planning we gotta move this and sell that and do that and do that and all of a sudden oh gosh uh hey god i'm sorry this ambition of mine compromised my commitment to you i'm sorry forgive me and it's just that quick it's just that quick i repent Hey, I'm, I'm shifting my focus back on you, God, my priority, the main thing. I'm, I'm not going to be distracted by that. I started reading uh, on top of reading my Bible, which is my favorite topic in life right now. I'm fired up about it. I'm not going to go into it. But um, I started reading like, you know, uh, other other books, uh, just really, any, really anything that uh, not the self-help. I don't know. I guess it's a good term for it, but kind of the self-help um, kind of books, um, how to grow as a leader, things like that. But then I, I started realizing I was, my desire was to read those things and not my Bible as much. So 
don't let anything get in the way of your commitment to God. So I said, okay, you take a back seat until I get this priority back where it needs to be. I started focusing on being, I own a business. I started focusing on being a really good business owner, getting these systems work out and get all these, these little things that were uh, little obstacles move out of the way. And all of a sudden, God, I'm sorry. I, I'm so focused on this thing. I forgot that I'm committed to you. So I'm going to push this. You can do all those things and be committed to God, but God needs to come first. You need to, just like Matthew 6.33 says, you need to seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. It's so cool because this scripture is kind of like, well, first of all, it's simple. We overlook it, though. We're like, no, I need to do my 10-step plan for a better me, better life. No, there's, there's a one-step plan, really. Spend time with God. Seek his kingdom. Pursue after holiness after joy after peace that's what he's it's those those three things pursue those things and then everything that you're thinking about and plotting and planning and scheming and desiring and chasing will all fall in line i didn't say it god said it and it's a promise if he says it, he will back it up okay but if if we talked about forsake any ambition that compromises your commitment to god Something, if it, gets in, if it gets in the way of you and God, something has to go and it's not God. Yeah, exactly. Something has to go. Let it take, let that thing take a back seat for a while. Yeah. Give God your time, your attention, your focus, your discipline. Pastor's been doing an amazing job on Sundays. Probably one of my top series he's ever done on discipline because I am growing and I'm being challenged. But give God your time, your attention, your focus, your discipline, and your passions. Yeah, when I first started seeking God, I, I, uh, I kind of had to like relearn life. All the things, all the things I was chasing, my habits, I had to, when I first started living for God, it's like, I mean, I need to reevaluate because I'm like, if, if, if all my fingers are pointing in different directions, I'm, this is where I am. I'm everywhere right now. Let me come back to the main thing. Let me learn to seek God. I, I, need, I had to learn to be loyal to God in reading my Bible and praying and in worshiping. You know, someone talked to me the other day. They said, hey, uh, I'm going to this get-together, but I feel like I should stay home and pray tonight. You know what I said? Stay home and pray. Stay home and pray. Yeah, but what, if, what will my friends say? I would hope they would say, stay home and pray. I would hope they say, we're smart Christians. Stay home and pray. <laughs> you know, no big deal. But if your friends are, you know, having a little thing where they're, where they're all getting together and like, hey, I just feel like tonight, right now, I need to stay home and read Bible. Do it. Do it. It is the smart thing to do. <laughs> Seek ye first. But you know, we're talking about be loyal to God. When it comes to loyalty, God does win every time. We try to match his loyalty. I don't get super close, but uh, I'm trying and I'm, and I'm getting better all the time. All right, point number two, you ready? This is going to be a fun one. We're talking about seek ye first. Get a crew that will seek with you. Get a crew that will seek with you. Pastor got me stirred up again on Sunday. I got to give him the credit. Well, Ames, we give God the credit around here. Yes, we do. We give God the credit who spoke to a man who was Pastor Jordan. So um, Pastor talked about, we have all of these friends in our lives. Was it like 250? We, we can make like 250 friends in life, but there's five that you have time for in your life. Can't keep up with everybody. I want to. I love everybody and I want to keep up with everybody and I want to hang out with everybody and text everybody back. But I realized I can't do that. But you can do 
five, or you could do three, but I say get five if you can, if, if, you, if you know five. Get as many as you can and add it up until you get to five. And then, and then okay, that's the cap. Be loving and accepting to all people, but get a crew that will seek with you. Start looking, how about in this room? How about in our church? Hey, what if they're five years older than you? What if they're five years younger than you and they're more on fire than we are? Oh, it doesn't have to be, well, uh, I don't really like anybody in our youth ministry and everybody's lame. <laughs> Maybe it's you. Um, stick close to the ones that are living righteously, the ones that are pursuing holiness, the ones that are living in peace with people. We need that right now. And the ones that are carrying joy with them wherever they go. You guys have heard this scripture in Ecclesiastes before, but I, I found a translation that I just think is fantastic. And we'll have a little fun with it for a second. Ecclesiastes 4.12, out of the message. It says, by yourself, because we're talking about get a crew that will seek with you. It says, by yourself, you're unprotected. With a friend, you can face the worst. Can you round up a third? A three-stranded rope isn't easily snapped. Some of us out here right now, trying to do this alone we're just getting absolutely trashed just getting absolutely wrecked get wrecked i mean some people out here nah i don't need nobody i can do this i'm gonna prove it you know that that's pride that's pride no i can do this alone i know people have been saying oh he's gonna make a comeback but yeah i can do this alone i don't need nobody you do again i didn't say it god said it. i'm just repeating the things that god said let me tell you the story real quick of a guy named Smith. Till it, you will, you will, you'll know this. I was in the army for a while and went to boot camp. You guys like stories, right? There's this guy named Smith. I know it's a very generic name, but it really was his name. He, he probably won't listen to this, but uh, I'll tell you real quick. So um, we're talking about get a crew that will seek with you. We're talking about by, your, by yourself, you're unprotected, but a three-stranded rope isn't easily snapped. So this guy, we go to the chow hall. We're eating. 30 seconds, sit down real quick, da, 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 da. literally 30 seconds, yeah, oh, 30 seconds, he's joking, no, um, sometimes he sat down, and you literally sat down, and the drill sergeant was upset, and he says, oh, you're done, you're like, I didn't even eat, get out, so, so Smith, we all, we all ate, and in the army, you have a battle buddy, so if, if I go to boot camp, and me and Pap get, get um, assigned together, you're my battle buddy, wherever you go, you better be sure I'm with you at every single step of the way, if you're in the bathroom, I'm in the bathroom with you. If you're showering, we're not in the same stall, but you know, we're showering. If we're sweeping the floor, we're sweeping together. Because they said, if you're alone, you die. I didn't say it. Military leaders said it. If you're alone, you die. So after lunch is over, we're all standing outside. And we're all standing like this. And I'm just like, gosh, I'm still so hungry and so tired. And he says, all right. Our barracks was off in the distance. We had like this long sidewalk that came way down to our chow hall. And they said, all right. 30 seconds to get back to the barracks, go, you're dismissed. We all take off and we're all sprinting back as fast as we can. Go down the sidewalk, take, take a left, turn right, go up the stairs, up the stairs, up the stairs. We lived on a third story and everybody's just flying up there. We get up there and he's like, all right, you have 10 minutes to prep, put your gear on. We're going out to this next training site. And about five minutes in, someone goes, hey, uh, hey, where's, where's Smith? And we're like, uh, I don't know, you're his battle buddy. Shouldn't you know? You never let your battle buddy out of your sight because if, you, if you're alone, you die. And if your battle buddy leaves you, you're also dead. So um, all of a sudden, we're Smith. And we're about to leave for this training event. All of a sudden, we see drill, drill sergeant walk up the stairs. We're like, oh, boy, somebody's going to get it today. 
And uh, he said, someone's got to tell him. I said, that's your battle buddy, buddy. Go, go tell him. So, uh, drill sergeant, so-and-so requests permission to speak. He, drill sergeant says, what? He said, drill sergeant, we lost Smith. <laughs> and he goes, what do you mean you lost him? He's like, he's not here. He said, you two, go downstairs, check around the building. So everybody's checking, checking, checking. We're like flipping mattresses over. We're lifting up the grids in the ceiling, like poking our heads like, Smith, where are you? So, uh, all of a sudden, it's like panic. We're all going to die. He's going to die. Drill sergeant's going to kill everybody because um, we lost a human being. And all of a sudden, about 10 minutes later, in comes Strolling Smith. Not a care in the world. Just living life. Got a, little, got a little chocolate on his mouth over here. Smith, where you been? You're about to die. Oh, I, uh, I, I went over to the little on-base store, and I bought like four candy bars, and I, I ate them. <laughs> And I, it took me a little while. I did, our food had zero seasonings on it. They had this fountain where you could get Coke and chocolate milk and all this stuff. We can never touch it. Water and bland food. So he got himself four candy bars. He just, he wanted to. Drill started all of a sudden see Smith. Smith! Smith goes running down the hallway, goes into his office. Where you been? He makes up a story. Oh, I was, uh, I was running back from training and Command Sergeant Major Daly, who's in charge of this whole base, stopped me and said, How do you, how's training going, son? So, you know, you can tell this is a lie. And he goes, oh, did he? Yeah, he said, yeah. So he interviewed me and wrote some stuff down and said he's going to use it for the on-base newspaper. I was like, oh. We're like, okay, good cover story. So Joel Sergeant goes, oh, Command Sergeant Major Daly, huh? Okay, cool. You're dismissed. Picks up a phone. Hey, hello, the office of uh, CSM Daly. Hey, is he in right now? Oh, no, sir. He's been on vacation for two weeks. <laughs> Smith! Smith goes, <laughs> running down the hallway. I'm standing in the hallway and I back up. He, he, he died basically. <laughs> I don't need to tell you. He basically died. Um, and so did his battle buddy. And then all of us paid for it later. So why did I tell you that story? If you're alone, you die. Uh, maybe not right away, but you need five that will seek with you. So, so here's my, here's the AWB translation of that scripture. We just read by yourself. You get clapped but a three-stranded rope isn't easily snapped. So by yourself, you get clapped. A three-stranded rope isn't easily snapped. You with me on that? Get yourself a crew that will seek with you. We need friends to encourage. We need friends to say, hey, get any crew. Oh, you guys just are like Master Shredder over there going through the Bible, and uh, I want you in my crew. Now, here's the thing. Not everybody can join the Gedney's crew because then they're going to have five. I would choose you guys to be on your crew right now. I, I would seek with you guys, just so you know, in case you were wondering, if anybody else was wondering, I would choose you. Um, not that I wouldn't choose others, but I see you guys chasing after God right now. Again, not that others aren't. I see other people in here that are making great progress, and I'm really, I'm really pleased with you guys. But get five that will seek with you <laughs> don't get clapped or snapped just saying and also get rid of snapchat also okay okay yeah that was free all right point number three you ready so we're talking about seek ye first point number three to know god is my aim to know god is my aim let me tell you this don't seek him because you know you're going to get your stuff, your possessions, your material things, your house, 
your new kicks, your new AirPods, your new boyfriend or girlfriend. Don't seek him just because you know you're going to get something from it. Do we know that when we seek him, we get something from it? Absolutely. But let the motive of your heart be, God, I'm seeking you really only because I want to spend time with you. I know these other things are going to happen. And thank, thank you, Lord, that they are. I just want to, I owe you my life. I owe everything to you. The reason I can stand here and make sense to you guys tonight, at least I hope I am, is because I have a calm and well-balanced mind. I know so many people that don't. I'm thankful for that. So God, I, I want to seek you first and then let all these other things fall in line simply because I love you and I want a relationship with you. Don't just seek God because you know you're going to get your stuff and don't chase stuff, chase God. You know, my aim isn't a material thing. My aim is to know God. Your aim isn't to get a level 129 on Warzone and Prestige 17 times. It's to know God. My aim is to know my Bible better than I know who won the game at Silver Creek the other day. Better than I know which pair of sneakers Adidas just dropped. That's my aim, is to know God better, not these other things. But so much of the time we get it twisted, we, we have it the other way around. I know I'm seeking after these things and then God, if we get around to it. Seek him first, choose him first. If I aim to know God, then these less important things will fall in line. Let's look, again, let's look at Matthew 6, 33 of the Passion Translation. It says, so above all, constantly seek God's kingdom and his righteousness. Then all these, I love this, less important things will be given to you abundantly. See, that's the thing. He's calling them less important, but we're calling them the most important. He's saying, listen, hey, I'll take care of you on that end. Just spend some time with me. Chase after holiness. What's holiness? Holiness is living pure, thinking pure, having right motives, loving people. It says chase after holiness, righteousness, peace and joy. It's that's not a hard thing to do. But you have to, you have to, you have to protect them, you have to guard them. Things come in life all the time to try to steal those things away from you. It's gonna come after your peace and joy. The enemy is going to come after it and say, like, hey, hello, I'm here to take that today. You guys say, shut up. No, you're not. I'm keeping it. <laughs> but it says all these less important things will be given to you abundantly. You know, we're talking about to know God is my aim. Uh, I believe that all of you in here need a morning routine. You need a time. You need a place to know and seek God. Oh, I thought that's what, like like leaders and business owners and like pastors and stuff too. No, it's what smart people do. That's what people who are disciplined and serious about life. You need a morning routine, not, okay, I have to be at school at, what time you guys get at school? Throw it out there. 7.30? I have to be at school at 7.30. So if I wake up at 7.05, that gives me just enough time to slip out the door and hopefully my hair is brushed. How about when 2 p.m. or 2 a.m. rolls around, how about we go to bed at 11 and give ourselves, one, a little more rest. God told you to do it. It's kind of important. How about you get up early and give God a time and a place for him to talk to you, for you to seek? You need a morning routine. It's been the healthiest thing for my life. It's been liberating. There's so much freedom in it. When you can establish something and you get disciplined and, and, and focus on that, uh, you, need a, you need a morning routine, a time and a place 
to know or seek God. You know, if we aren't reading his word, if we aren't talking with him through prayer and we're not worshiping him, it is hard to know him. Mom and dad know him. Pastor knows him. Pastor Morgan knows him. No, my life group leader knows him. But do you know him? To know God is my aim. Another thing about, let me switch real quick. Righteousness, don't try to achieve it. You are righteous. When Jesus, if you don't know this, Jesus died on the cross. And when his blood spilled out for you, his blood cleansed you. It removed your past. It gave you a fresh start. From that point on, you were, you is, and you are righteous. Which means you are in right standing with God. It's not like he's at level 10 and he's at level four. No, no, it's a level playing field. It's an equal playing field. Don't, don't try to achieve righteousness. I'm just trying to be holy. I understand you got to guard yourself, guard your mind. Watch what we're looking at. Watch what guy or girl we're talking to. I get that. But it's not something you have to achieve. And with peace and joy, it's something that you will always have to protect. Now and forever. Because next year something crazy might happen in the world and peace and joy is, your peace and joy is going to be threatened. And all of a sudden you have to... If you aren't, if your aim isn't to know God and you haven't read your Bible, uh, your, your, your peace and your joy uh, is just going to go right out the window. Yes, God has grace and mercy on us, but it's sometimes there needs to be a little bit of responsibility on us to get some scriptures inside of us to where we, we got them on tap. And anytime we need to, we just reach in there and say, I know how to combat this. So, so things will come to try to steal your peace and joy. Don't let it happen. Let's look at this last scripture and I'm done. And when Pastor Jordan says he's almost done, he's getting close. But tonight I'm, I'm actually really done. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's one of my favorite preacher jokes. Uh, Matthew 6, 33, out of the Amplified. Amzie, why have you read the same scripture? Over? One was good enough. <laughs> but first and most importantly, most importantly, guys, not God, I'm gonna put you on the back burner back here and I'll get to you in a minute. No, no. But first... And most importantly, seek. It says, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness. It says his way of doing and being right, the attitude and the character of God. And all these things will be given to you also. Sometimes in our, in our pursuit of something, I don't want to make it sound cheesy or whatever, but we have idols in our life. God needs to be the, the idol, the number one, but when we're believing God for something and, and, and asking him to help us and we're seeking him, sometimes that things that we're believing for, all of a sudden that becomes our idol and we're so focused on that instead of the one that just made it happen for us. Don't let that happen. When, when you do seek first and then those things show up, don't forget the, the one who made that happen for you. Don't leave him out of it. Cool, God, got my stuff. Thanks, I'll see you, I'll see you in two months when I need something again. Don't let that, don't, don't be that kind of Christian. Hey, I'm pointing at myself if you're listening on a podcast. Been there and done that. Many times. And I'm getting to a place to where uh, I don't do that anymore. And I believe that we all are. So tonight, we're seeking God first. I'm reminding you, be loyal to God. His loyalty is to you. Get a crew that will seek with you. Don't get clapped. And to know God is our aim.
Not the stuff. Not the, not the fit check. Not all the new stuff. To know God is my, I believe that this group in here, that that's your guys' heart. I think that a lot of times though, we just get caught up in just, just, just life. I believe that's our heart though. So I want us to shift our focus, our priorities and put them back on the main thing, which is Jesus and focus on him. I'm going to have, uh, in two weeks, Pappy, Evan Cook is going to talk to us about reading our Bible. I'm going to let him get into, into really into much further detail on that, on, on how to seek him. So we're going to try to stack it this week. We're talking about seeking. Next week, we're talking about seeking. And then after that, he's going to say, this is how you do it very practically. And he's going to help us. Are you happy you came tonight? Anybody mad at me? As Dr. Cody said the other night, remember, you like me. <laughs> um, I'm going to close in prayer, and then we have something else we're going to do. So, Lord, thank you for this time in your presence tonight. I, I sense your presence that's in the room with us. Lord, I thank you for the hearts of these young people that they are turned towards you. And we're not mad at anybody. We're not accusing people of anything. But just, Lord, I, I want to point our young people, I want to point myself, our leaders, to seek you first, and then all that other stuff will happen. Lord, you're our focus. You're my aim. You're, you're what I'm, I'm chasing after. Not that you're running from me, but you're saying, come follow me. Come learn my ways. So we're seeking you as a group tonight. It's not just a few of us. It's not just a few of the young people, but I believe, all, Holy Spirit, you're stirring all of us up in here to pursue you, to seek you, to know you more. Yes, we know the things, the material things come, but that's not our focus, Lord. You're our focus. And we're thankful for it. And Holy Spirit, keep me on track. Remind me, times when I start to slip up, say, hey, you just talked to those youth the other night about seeking first. Hey, MZ, what are you going to do about that? Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you talk to us like that. And you're going to talk to these young people when we got a, a string of, of days that are going really well and all of a sudden we get off track a little bit. Holy Spirit, I know you will speak to them and say, hey, make a little correction, get back on track. So Holy Spirit, we know how to hear your voice. We're not confused by it. Lord, we thank you for showing us the right friends, the right friend group to, to get involved with. Lord, show us the ones that are tripping us up. Show us the ones that we need to connect to. And we'll do it. We thank you for it, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. And thank you for this time in your presence. We believe that we're leaving sharper and that we're growing and we're leaving better tonight. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. 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 I'm going to pass it off. Thanks for listening to this message. To learn more about what's happening at The Quarry, check us out on social media 